a few callers and listeners and other presenters have asked if we could learn from Indigenous elders who practice cultural burning and not necessarily replace the current system being used by the Rural Fire Service, but perhaps work to enhance it. And there's a couple that live in the Hunter Valley that own a big property up there that believe that this practice is what saved their fire from the Gospers Mountain Fire. On the line is Den Barber. He's a fire practitioner at Koori Country Fire Sticks. He used to be a National Parks Ranger. He's got 15 years firefighting experience. We thought, you know what, we don't know much about it. Let's get Den on the line to tell us all about it. Den, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. Yeah, no problem at all. Thank you. So firstly, tell us what what this uh, cultural burning technology is or the practice is and and how it's different to what's being done now. Um, I just want to preface um, the fact that um, I'm speaking for myself and I don't necessarily... Uh, speak for other Aboriginal people or they share the same views. So I just want to put that up front. But equally, I also acknowledge country and that's a really important thing for me to do because I am speaking about uh, not only my own country but other traditional lands and the people of those lands. And I take I pay full respect to country, their country, their elders, past and present, and their ancestors that actually have handed this knowledge down. So I just wanted to, to do that first up. Okay, and, uh, and, and, and also asking on that note, you're not saying either that the current rural fire service practice is incorrect. I just It's, it's something that you're thinking is uh, an addition to that. Is that right? Well, the current practice is, is what's been happening, you know, uh, since the RFS were formed and since contemporary firefighting methods have been introduced uh, through the RFS and through national parks and uh, it's simply a continuation of, of what what they've you know been doing to manage manage the landscape. Sure. So what cultural burning is is about going back to our uh, traditional owners, our traditional custodians, and their ancestors. That and we can have uh, discussions about you know how long Aboriginal people have been in Australia, and I'm not going to go down that road because. Uh, Many Aboriginal people believe we've been here since the beginning and whatever the beginning is to you, that's, you know, that's your beginning. So, but what I want to say is it's part of cultural practice and ultimately cultural burning is about, uh, you know, the most important thing to realise with cultural burning is that it's, it's linked back to people that were truly connected to country for thousands of years. And when I, when I talk about connected, I mean actually living in the country. Mm. A lot of us these days wouldn't, uh, you know, would would forbid thinking about going out and living in the bush. But, but we do live there. That. We do live there now. So, what would it mean, for example, to for this property on the Hunter Valley? So, would it mean a a, a slightly different burn, a, a slower, more controlled technique, and in areas that we don't currently go in? All right. Well, what we found when we came on to uh, Nurumpa, the property at Laguna was that, uh, and it is owned by Aboriginal people, so that was uh, a blessing because they permitted us to come in and, and do a cultural burn. Um, and uh, what we found was a 21-year bushfire fuel load on the ground, first of all. So it was 21 years since this country had, found, had seen fire. That's on the record. Um, so that's the first thing. And I realised there was a lot of fuel sitting around, certainly the, the houses and the shelters that were built in the property by the three owners, and uh, I asked the owners at the time, I said, are you, are you happy for me to, to put in a cultural burn, give you a bit of space, a bit of protection? Because uh, at some point, a wildfire is going to come through here. So um, given my um, the knowledge that was passed on to me back in 2010, and I know that's only a short time, uh, but 15 years of experience as well also gave me the confidence to put that cultural burn in. So that was about certainly about property protection and, and protection, protecting lives, but it was also, I did it with, with the bush in mind knowing that uh, the collateral damage for, from a wildfire takes its toll on our trees, on the plants, on the animals, on the insects, 
on the mm. microorganisms that, that, that exist within the bush, all of those things we consider as our Nura, as our Nurumbung, as our country. We are part of it. We have a relationship with it. And contemporary Aboriginal people still have that relationship, whether you want to recognise that or not in this part of Australia. Uh, right across the country, we, uh, you know, cultural revival, cultural practices are important um, so, after being all, all, almost all but wiped out. Cultural burning is one aspect of cultural practice. So and it's... Uh, yeah, yeah, Dan. So, so essentially, you're you're getting rid of fuel load, but doing it in a caring kind of way, and with with preserving as best you can the environment around you. Yeah, well, the principles and methodologies were um, were, were were passed on at, at a workshop that I attended in in my uh, national parks role mm. as a ranger, and I went to Queensland, and I suddenly realised that my you know, my involvement in, in bushfire hazard reductions and, and uh, the wildfires that I was seeing in country were all, was all wrong. Mm. We, have, we have a solution. And uh, that knowledge that was passed over a week, a week-long um, workshop, I un- understood that there was a different way to approach uh, burning in the country. Dan, we're, now, we're racing because yep. we've, we've got to get to a, a sport commitment. But I just want to ask with this, do you think that the, the, the access to national parks, the access to private land needs to be changed so that owners can actually do more to reduce the fuel load that may have been left too long by governments that have prevented access? Do you think we need well, to look at, at changing the access? Well, I thought that was the whole reason why they came up with joint management and co-management arrangements for that to actually take place. And there's lots of national parks across New South Wales um, actually have those agreements in place. And it's about not doing more than about the, the talk and the, the roundtable discussions. It's about actually getting Aboriginal people back on country um, and getting programs happening where we can impart the knowledge not only to Aboriginal people, but to non-Aboriginal people and share the knowledge because we're all living here. We all have a responsibility to look after this country. We can't continue to go down this path. Okay. It is a solution. There's a lot of sceptics out there. It is not as fast and efficient as hazard reductions and wildfires, but it can, you know, certainly, and it's not the panacea, it's not the silver bullet, but uh, at least um, provide some room and some scope for Aboriginal people to start being involved. And, um, and also... Now, part of the budget also needs to be allocated for Aboriginal people to be engaged to do this work. It's not okay. something that should be expected to be voluntarily done. Um, you know, the Aboriginal Although arg- arguably that's what the RFS does as well. But, Dan, we have to run. Thank you so much for your time. Do appreciate it. That's fine. Yep. Great. Dan Barker there, Koori Country Fire Sticks there, keen to get your thoughts. Basically, when I look at the website here, it's applying fire to the bush in a controlled methodical approach where the fire acts like water so it's um, it's a slow burn and it goes I guess into into different areas and it's a controlled approach I mean it, as he said it's not something that would replace it but maybe it would give some more information yeah it, it's interesting and it's a, a different take on it and probably something that we need to look at but the government I'm sure will look at a million different things after this uh, the, the imminent danger and the crisis is over